1: Welcome to the God Whispers. I'm Craig D'Onofrio. And I'm Bill Swirloff. Today we're continuing on in the Lord's Prayer with the seventh petition and the conclusion of the Lord's Prayer. The seventh
0: and final petition. We have done it.
1: Well, we'll see. We have an hour yet. I'm
0: celebrating in advance. I know we're going to do it. I'm feeling it. I'm.
1: Now let's see last week was National Toilet Day.
0: That yeah, that would have been November 19th in yeah. case you're dating the episode cuz these come on at any time. I have no idea when this will price right. so. so
1: any any big uh festivals this week? I'm uh, not aware of any but you know the week no, I, or anything. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You ever tried a bidet?
1: I have not. I have not. I'm afraid to. I I, I, I see just them, I can't
0: I can't go there.
1: I see them in fancy hotels, and I'm not even sure how they work. I don't think
0: I've ever stayed in a hotel fancy enough to have one.
1: You know, Mark Jasa, uh, Pastor Jasa, UCLA, uh, he did missionary work in Japan for I don't know two Japanese three years are or something that. like that. Yes, they've got automatic toilets. Little, yeah, little you blow, push a blow dryer. Yeah, they're weird legendary attachments come out and squirt water and yeah, blow no, dry your tush. Those and, are those are legendary. <laughs>
0: <laughs> see we're still going on that scatological it's, uh, it's hard to go wrong we're yeah, guys
1: that's it we're guys That's speaking, what we do. speaking
0: of i i've heard this commercial for one of the plumbing outfits out here but but the idea of having a
1: urinal in in your home bathroom does that appeal to you it's an excellent idea actually i was looking at a house when i lived in connecticut have i ever told you about this nope it was owned by a plumber Yep. Maybe it was Missouri. No, I think it was Connecticut. It was owned by a plumber. All tricked out. And he, this guy had a game room with a pool table <laughs> and a dartboard and a urinal. Oh. In not, the game room. In the
0: game room. Oh, <laughs> nice. Oh, that's, man, talk about envy and coveting. Now there, that just stirs me. I, to, I
1: thought that was <laughs> that the ultimate is, house. That is beautiful. The ultimate house. Now, right was there. it just like out in the open somewhere? Yeah. Yeah, no, It was really? like kind of in the corner and there was a sink there with a wet bar. Oh, that is just stellar. That assumes that no woman even set foot no, in that room. No, this guy, I'm sure, was a confirmed bachelor. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, right.
0: <laughs> yeah, one trip down to that room, and that'll confirm his bachelorhood for the yeah. rest of his life. Yeah, urinal. My, my wife just gives me this funny look when I, I just I, I kind of say, you know, boy, it'd be nice to have a urinal in the bathroom. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the wrong bathroom story? No. At Ontario Airport. At, down at the lower level, the baggage oh, area. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm going to tell it anyway because yeah. this is a good story. Um, but in the lower level baggage area, Ontario Airport, great little airport, by the way, but, but uh, the new version, not the old Mayberry RFD version that was around when I first moved here. Never back. flown out of there. Oh, that was awesome. But, but uh, No, it's all new and spiffy and shiny, stainless steel. Um, but uh, the, the, the two bathrooms have a common entranceway. And so women to the left, men to the right. And but you have to be careful. You know, got to pay attention to your little international signs and everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, z- I zoom into the men's room, what I assumed was the men's room. And, uh, you know, I walk in and there's a chick standing stand in the middle. And I thought, oh, you know how you get that that sudden. Oh, <laughs> but but then I, my eye looks around, you know, I, I kind of stand stand fast for a second. My, and, and she immediately says, you're in the wrong room. And I look around and I see this bank of urinals down to, to, the, to my left, you know. And and I don't know what presence of mind. Usually I don't have this kind of presence of mind. But but I, I look at her and I said, "Oh, you have these in yours too." And she takes one look and she runs, just boom, runs right out of the exit. <laughs> one of, one of my best moments. I, I just I don't know what brought, brought on the line. I didn't know you had these in your bathroom. I love too.
1: the sheer confidence that she could not be wrong. Oh, that it was, was obviously. Anyone but her. Yeah, yeah. The, the dumb guy walks into the wrong bathroom. You're in the wrong room. You know, nice. it's like,
0: man. You know, I'm just, nice. I, six urinals in a row right there, you know.
1: <laughs> if people want to write to us about their urinals, uh, where do they write us email, Bill? Email godwhispers at gmail.com. Or you can call us uh, at six. On our- On our Skype number. Skype number, yeah.
0: yeah, 626-593-7713 for all your plumbing needs. (laughs) And on the web at www.godwhisperers.com.
1: That, or you could just go to iTunes and subscribe to the God Whisperers podcast. and uh, Write cool
0: comments. We need more than four comments of people who actually with three. I don't know who the one guy is, but the other three are actual participants, including you and me.
1: Did I write a comment on there? Yeah,
0: we gave we gave our show five stars. <laughs>
1: but of course, because you know why? This is the best show ever. That's what I tell my people every Sunday. I, I say listen to Pirate Christian Radio, you can hear issues, etc. And the best show ever. The God whispers.
0: It's funny. I, I take the opposite tack, and I deny any knowledge of this show to my voters assembly. In fact, it came up on on this past Sunday. They were talking about all the things that we've been doing on the internet, and and uh, you know, I have I have Ted and Jeff who've done a great job with the the church's website. And uh, they were just talking about the website and the traffic and stuff. And oh, by the way, the God whispers. And I just got to don't go there. Just don't 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 go into that. We don't want to talk about that. Okay. I'd be
1: curious if any of my parishioners actually listen. <laughs>
0: you know, you, you hope and pray. We, we
1: know pastors busy doing something. But yeah, we're, we're not sure. Yeah, what and then, he's then up they to. find
0: out it's this and that's the end. Yeah. That that'll be that'll be. It. Maybe I
1: should just let them believe that I'm at the golf course. We or
0: something. do this on our spare time. Oh. Sort of whatever. Craig has a lot of spare time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh Actually, my! Talk to my wife; she'll tell you I don't have any. Yeah, you know, uh,
0: one of these days, if this keeps up, we're we're probably going to become an example at the seminary of what you better not do when you get out into the parish. You know.
1: Don't do like D'Onofrio and Swirla and start it was, a radio show. I thought it was an example of that from the day that I graduated. Yeah, well. don't, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do like Frio. Watch what he does and do the opposite. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to actually talk about something? Um, I think we ought to try
0: to finish the Our Father this episode. I, I think that it would be stellar for two reasons. We'd actually finish something. And uh, that would bring us to the end of the core catechism. That is the Ten Commandments, the Creed, the Our Father. That's your basic catechism. So we we would have a moment of celebration before we hit on the sacraments, which are going to get lively.
1: It is it is pretty ambitious to try and uh, finish something. Just, <laughs> Just period. <laughs> Just anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's ambitious for you to try to finish a sentence. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course, I should talk. I usually drift on in the next sentence before I've even gotten to the predicate. So. Well,
1: usually I can't finish a sentence because you cut me off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Hey, do you have your catechism open? I have my oh, hymnal you have it, open. You have it memorized, so that's no yeah, problem. Right. But the seventh petition is, is is kind of, it begins with but, but I think that's an artifact in Greek, that when you get to the end of a list, they change the conjunction. So so it really is the seventh and final Uh, but deliver us from evil or, the alternative translation equally valid, the The evil evil one. one. Mm -hmm. And what does this mean?
1: What does this mean? We pray in this petition, in summary, that our Father in heaven would rescue us from every evil of body and soul, possessions and reputation, and finally, when our last hour comes, give us a blessed end, and graciously take us from this valley of sorrow to himself in heaven.
0: Well, that's kind of a downer view of life, isn't it? This valley of sorrow.
1: I, I think it was some Russian dude who once said... Uh, Russian, Russian dude. He was a surfer. Yeah. Russian said, surfer, yeah, said down we're, in Malibu. <laughs> we're, we're born crying, and when we stop, we're dead. Oh, my. <laughs> Very, but you know why I think it's a Russian guy. Because huh. that's the way that Russian poetry seems to run. Is they just, are they, they can be <laughs> kind of downer. morose. Yeah, it's kind of like
0: Norwegians. Uh, you know, Norwegians you, are cheerful. I thought by in comparison. comparison. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you don't you don't get a, a Gustav Mahler in the Mediterranean. No. It's just not going to happen. You know, it's a little too much hopa down there. So you know,
1: Luther's belief on that is that it ran the way of beer and wine. That wine gladdens the heart of man. You you get into the regions where wine is made. These are the happy people where beer is made. They're the bitter people. Is uh, so that what makes German Germans warlike? Is beer? I that was I think that was one of Luther Luther's theories on it. Interesting, but uh, I I don't know if if uh, he understood <laughs> that. There's also the idea of never seeing the sun and always seeing the sun. Yes. Yeah, sad kind of lifts your lifts your spirits. It, isn't that isn't
0: that, the, isn't that what they call that that dis- disorder? It's it's uh it, it has to do with not getting enough sun. I think I think it's cabin called, fever. No well, not no, not cabin fever. That's what happens when you're locked up in your house because the, the snow has piled up yeah. against your front door. We, we lived through that in Chicago. Yeah,
1: I spent one year in your hometown there, and I almost <laughs> lost my mind. Streetlights came on, didn't go out for like two months. Yeah, yeah, it it's, nuts. it's It's just it's nasty, and it could get worse. That's not exactly far
0: north in latitude. <laughs> but uh, deliver us from evil. You know, Luther sees it as a summary. He says, "In summary, and 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 so he kind of used this petition as a summary of all the other petitions." I kind of view it. I, I don't know about you, but but I I think the but is is a, as I said, it's it's a little bit deceptive because in the Greek, um, and I need to check the Greek on that for a second, but I believe it's just a duh, no Allah, oh, that's a but Allah. That's 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 a little bit more. Uh, so I have to take back what I just said about that. Um. You know, I wonder if it's, it's in apposition, that means uh, as opposed to. Uh, the, the,
1: <laughs>
0: the, sixth, the sixth petition, lead us not into temptation. I'm staring
1: on, at him like a deer caught in headlights on right the, now.
0: Honestly. On the other hand, deliver us from evil. See, those two together make a lot of sense. Okay. You know? so, so in other words, we're praying that God in the sixth petition would guard us from the devil, the world, our flesh, whatever would tempt us. And, but on the other hand, that he would deliver us That's a little bit more positive, or that's more active than guarding against. But that He would deliver us from all evil,
1: or the evil one. Works for me. We'll go with it. Just a thought. Just a thought. (laughs) How do you understand? I always always thought that the sixth and seventh ran together that way. Anyway. Yeah,
0: yeah. It 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 would seem to be the case. But uh, you know, for for a while there, I thought it was just a bunch a list, and then a duh at the end, duh. But it's not. Uh, There's and and but. But here's, uh, what, what do you make of evil? What, what do you think we're being delivered from? Evil. Evil. Well, I don't, that would, I don't believe in evil of itself.
1: I, I would say <laughs> that it goes back to the unholy trinity once again the, the devil, the world, and our flesh.
0: So, final rescue from, from us the devil, the world, and our flesh, which yeah. would take place ultimately and finally
1: on the last day when we drop dead. Yeah. Either on our last day here on earth, one way or the other. It's on the last day. Doesn't doesn't it say something about a blessed end? And yet, it was taken care of two thousand years ago in a cross already.
0: That he would give us a blessed end. Yeah. That we drop dead in faith. Sounds good. A good death. Yeah. A good death. I always like that. Good death. Yeah. Euth- euthanatos? Are you a euthanasia fan?
1: Today's a good day to die kind uh-huh. of thing. There's it always only- goes with war movies and cowboy and Indian movies and stuff That's like that. That's what
0: euthanasia means. Euthanatos, good death. Goes back to Socrates, I believe. Yes. I remember hearing that mm-hmm. somewhere. But the only good death is the death in Jesus. The only good way to die is Baptized.
1: Well, we were already killed.
0: And believing.
1: Yeah, so the rest is paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead. What do you got to lose? We'll, we'll be taking up baptism right after uh, the, the Lord's Prayer. Oh, things are going to get lively
0: then. Because oh, yeah. once you get in the sacraments, then then you start doing some arm wrestling with the Swinglians, the Schwermerai, the Sacramentarians, the Reformed...
1: And then your whole transitionalist uh, or not transition, transactional transactionalist, stuff, so yeah, stuff yeah, the wheeling
0: and dealing with sacraments, but but here this this idea that this life is—did you memorize the old catechism?
1: Uh, veil of tears, that's the forty-three catechism. No, not, not was, Valley of Sorrows, Sorrows. Yeah, Veil of well, you Tears. You gotta remember, I became a Lutheran in ninety-one. Oh, oh, I'm still wet. Behind You're a newbie. The yeah, I'm a child. Oh, okay, yeah. Wow, they let you in the seminary.
0: Yeah, I lied. Do you know that the, the, my first—you <laughs> lied about your, 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 your absence of a high school diploma, too, I imagine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, by that time, I actually had a GED. They didn't catch on to the <laughs> dyslexia for a while.
0: But, but uh, you know, the, the, uh, I remember, though, the memorizing this, this valley, of, this veil of tears. And it kind of takes you to Psalm 23. You know, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death or the dark valley, I will fear no— Evil. So this, this petition is really uh, kind of resting on Psalm 23. And the good shepherd who has gone this way um, through death to resurrection ahead of us, and so we following him have nothing to fear. So you can actually call a death in faith a blessed end or a good death. It's the only kind of euthanatos that there is, is,
1: is a death trusting in Jesus. Hmm. Hmm. And uh, also here that uh, he will take us from this valley of sorrow or tears to himself in heaven, so the opposite of living here in sorrow is living there in joy, which is kind of cool. I'm not um, sure I like the
0: here and there. Ooh. That's kind of like, uh, it, although, I mean, the, that language is used, but it's kind of like so when, is, when is, you die, you go, you go to like Fort Lauderdale or so, <laughs> something. You go to another place. He's in a better place now. <laughs> okay,
1: well, that brings up a good question. Is having a geographical location? Decidedly not. Really? So what, how do we physically dwell in a place with no geography?
0: Higher dimensionality. Ooh, another dimension. The physicists can handle this. Okay. As can the mathematicians.
1: I suck at math.
0: Not, not limited by space or by chronos, by time. Right. So, so eternal and and, and, and and present in place in a way that transcends place as we now experience it. And yet it is I, a physical I, I, realm, right? Physical is always kind of a... Physical is a funny... That's a, that's a funny uh, term to throw around. People usually mean as opposed to something else or, or um, bodily yeah bodily physical is more that that has a metaphysical overtone do you remember what paul says in first corinthians 15 that we are sown a mortal body and we are raised a spiritual body which is really kind of a mind blower if you sort of think about it Mm -hmm. because we usually think of body and spirit in opposition that means in contradiction to each other
1: i'm starting to smell a gnostic no
0: quite the opposite Quite the opposite, but a spiritual body, a body re- renewed and recreated by the Spirit, the Lord and giver of life. But it is
1: bodily, but it's, it's bodily in a different way than it is now. So in the bodily resurrection, mm-hmm. will my flesh and blood be raised from the dead? I mean, in a manner that, of speaking. Assuming that I'm not just bones at that point, which I may well be. but
0: Yeah, right. Are you just maybe ash in <laughs> the big nuclear holocaust.
1: Although you got to remember, with me, it's going to take a You don't a while. burn quickly. It's yeah. going to take a while to degrade me. <laughs> well, you tried was... to
0: ignite yourself one time at a party, didn't you? Oh, that's you? happened several times. This is what? Yeah. Uh, what Fourth of
1: July. Burning your chest hair? L- light my chest hair on fire and myself in the pool. Excellent. Like that. Yes, That's legendary. I, I only do it near a large body of water. I, I, Why mean, I used I to idea? do it without it. And not when
0: the Santa Ana winds are blowing. <laughs> I hope. You no, know, you could burn down a neighborhood would, like that. Would you really like to be known as the guy who started like some big wildfire because he set his chest hairs on fire? <laughs> that, would, <laughs> that would be something. It would be one for the annals. Oh, he, It would. Um, evil. I want to go back to evil. I don't think there's a such thing as evil in and of itself. As a stuff? No. Right not, as, not as, as, as a thing I understand evil as good used against God. OK? See I I'm, think they, I'm not sure what
1: that means exactly. What was the original temptation to be like God? Knowing? knowing good from evil. Good and evil, okay? Not knowing the difference, but experiencing and yada to know. Although T.J. Jake says that the first sin was Adam not keeping his woman in line. Oh, yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> let's bank on that. <laughs> not keeping his woman in line?
1: Yeah. I always fell out of my chair when he said that one day. This is
0: Adam and Eve sort of trailer version, you know. <laughs> hey, woman, get over here. Stop talking to that snake. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I, y'all, I thought, talk, y'all talking to that snake? I thought it was priceless. <laughs> and so I'm clinging to TJ Jakes on this one. There's a That's, Yeah,
0: it's a fingertip <laughs> grip, too. What are you thinking? No, knowing good and evil, experiencing experiencing the creation which God declares to be very good as good and evil. You know, it's a dastardly, it's a diabolical temptation that there are things in this created order that are inherently evil.
1: Okay. And there aren't. It's all good and even very good sin itself would be inherently evil but sin it? sin is not a thing in itself that's true it's right? not a substance
0: no it's 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 in fact we we term it in the you know the that dogmatic language an accident of humanity not an oops but something that doesn't naturally right, belong there right
1: right hmm? so you're you're telling me that alcohol and tobacco is not a sinful thing <laughs> not, the last, not the last time I spent uh, an evening with you in a cigar lounge, dude.
0: <laughs> hey, let's light up this Arturo Fuentes here. No, no, it's not. It's God's good gift.
1: All right. Okay. It's God's good gift. Well, we then I'll have to stop doing but, that because it's when, not as fun now. When, yeah,
0: right. I <laughs> <laughs> took all the fun out of it. But but see, sin, sin takes the gift and uses it against God. Okay, that. I like that. That's the nature of evil. Good used against God. Without the fear, love, and trust in God above all things. I'll go with it. So so Sounds the evil good. the evil one warps good and 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 dares us, tempts us, makes us desire to use God's gifts against God, as though we were gods.
1: Well the devil is referred to
0: as a deceiver. Liar, a murderer, Liar.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. One who who will twist
0: good. By the way, you know that uh, the the, the uh, a mighty fortress, big big Lutheran Reformation hymn that everybody sings, but doesn't I, get. I've heard it before. How's it go?
1: It? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, <laughs> Jesus is a friend. Of- no, that's a <laughs> 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 that'll leave a scar. Brace yourselves! It's coming. It's
0: coming. Yeah, yeah. End of the end of the second half hour, but 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 where he says one little word can fell him. Yes, referring to the. Devil. Everybody thinks that word is Jesus, but but the word is liar.
1: Okay, from, explain that. From,
0: I can't. That's what Luther said. I mean, he wrote the hymn. They asked him, and it's in a table talk. Can't give you the reference off the top of my head. But uh, but they asked him in a table talk, well, what's that little word that can fell the devil? And he said, liar. Huh. I always thought it was Jesus. No. That wow. would be better. So well, if maybe,
1: I'm— Maybe calling the devil what he is to his face. It,
0: calling him out. Yeah. The, that he's the, the, the a liar and the father of all lies. So so nothing he says is true except if he says I'm a liar. <laughs> but you know that's that's a tough one yeah. to parse logically. So we're well, that not gonna goes mess back with to that. can
1: God make a rock so big he can't move it? Something like that. Yeah.
0: That's it's in the same category.
1: Some people say there's no such thing as a dumb question. I think there's no such thing as a dumb question. Just dumb people. <laughs>
0: okay, maybe okay. Not. The But the idea here, though, is that we are being rescued from not only the wiles of the evil one, but from this whole realm of the created order warped by sin, subject to decay, uh, just, you know what what uh, what wade butler and i i picked up on what wade said you know remember that third microphone we did with Wade? Yeah, he's a bright
1: guy entropy
0: i i love yeah. this i love entropy as as the fallenness that's post-fall thermodynamics
1: he's really good at those one word things
0: like that yeah. it
1: just makes a lot out of one yeah word.
0: or or analogies he's a he's a, he's a mastered analogies yeah. which is really a good way to the good way to, to uh, teach theology is by analogy but this idea that chaos and randomness and decay and entropy is that's entropy thermodynamically and and uh, that's what we're we're being rescued from the entropy of, of sin and death and everything else, and, and pluck from that to to a new creation, a new heavens, and a new earth
1: now, for the rest of us who aren 't scientists, entropy would be is it, is it safe to say a winding down of things uh, well the, uh, beginnings well, of decay or? winding
0: winding down or running out, or the way i like to the way I like to illustrate it is that that uh, if you uh break open the a vacuum cleaner bag the, the and just sort of bang on it you know the dust in the room scatters and okay. and it's not going to reorganize back into the bag unless you expend some energy to do it <laughs> but things things go toward randomness things things fall apart they okay. don't they don't get better they get worse right you know so your car starts to corrode or uh you know the paint on the, on your wall starts to break down it, it's it's all taking on randomness.
1: Yeah, David Minton does his uh, presentations. He was a professor at biology uh, professor yeah, I believe at uh, Washington University Medical. I've heard School. him speak. He's really good. Excellent speaker. But he, he talks and he shows this in his uh, in his presentations also that in nature the more Deep you go into it looking through microscopes, and the more you magnify it, the more order you seem to find. That there's a, truly a marvel of engineering going on in the human body and nature and everything else. But anything that's man made, the deeper you look into it, the more magnification, the more it looks like the crater, you know, craters on the face of the moon and that sort of thing. And so it's really interesting that with God and his creation, there seems to be a lot more order whereas when we start to create it's just not so so much that way and sin coming into the world is our influence on god's creation and this is bringing that decay and that unwinding the the mutants and all of that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, mutations are that. They are, they are and, and see, that's where I think evolution has it right. You know, we were talking about evolution last episode, but evolution senses there is randomness at work. Now, they see that as a positive and creative thing as opposed to we, we see this as part of the disharmony of the original divine order. Yeah. And, and, uh, and so an evolutionist sees this, this breakdown as being a positive and good thing, although it's kind of funny there's a limit to that. You ever, you ever notice how evolutionists? There's one exception to to causes and forces in nature that that is it's unacceptable, and that's human, the the influence of humans. So if you're really a diehard evolutionist, global warming, you know, let her rip, maybe it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, carbon dioxide, who cares? Because because the system, according to evolution, is geared toward improvement through the pressures of environmental pressures, uh, natural selection, and, and capitalizing
1: on random mutations. That's the argument that I always like to make is, look, okay, fine, Mr. Evolutionist, uh, we have the food chain here, and last I checked, we're at the top. We got guns, we got ammo, we got, you know, trucks, we got all sorts of stuff. Highly evolved. We're highly evolved. <laughs> so, you know what? It's just in our nature to dominate the rest of nature and to... Uh, uh, eat everything that we want as far as other animals and all the rest. So, you know, if you're really all about evolution and we're at the top of the food chain, well, then it's just natural for us to rape, pillage, and plunder the earth, right?
0: Well, not only that, but it's a good thing because yeah. if, if you, because we're part of the natural order. We're weeding out the weak. Well, that's, that's our job, you know. And, and so, But we're part of the natural order unless, unless you buy into this notion that we are different. See, and that, and and that, that's the thing. This is we we are different. We're made in the image and likeness of God. We we're the only creature. We may share lots of chromosomes with chimpanzees and the eye of an octopus and all of this stuff, but when it comes to what makes us unique, it's the place we have in creation.
1: Well, this is where you global warming people seem to kind of actually think a little bit outside of the box because. Not only are humans the major culprit, but also cows with their gas. <laughs> uh, so at least it's and not much just cattle, the <laughs> as it says in, in the book of, at the end of the book of Jonah. You know, <laughs> one
0: hundred twenty thousand people and much cattle. Much cattle.
1: That's right. So it's
0: the much cattle that's really the problem. Yeah,
1: see all that methane from the cows. But but
0: you know as as Luther points out here, the petition seems to be speaking of the devil as the sum of all evil, in order that the entire substance of our prayer may be directed against our arch enemy. Uh, you know, recognizing that prayer is the one thing the devil hates to hear. You know, he he hates it when 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 people call upon Jesus Father as our Father, and 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 this is a potent prayer. To say deliver us from evil is is a direct prayer against the devil himself and it's basically uh, you know asking god to intervene on our behalf
1: decisively which he has in the in the death and resurrection of christ Mm -hmm. yeah would you say that the devil alone is our arch enemy or would you go the way of the unholy trinity there also
0: hmm i would say that the devil occupies if you're going to use the trinitarian analogy the devil occupies sort of the place of the father father being the head of the trinity. Okay. So the, so the devil is kind of the head. He's the, he's the source. He, he's he's the one that whispered the lie and introduced introduced that chaotic element. Um and then and then our own natures bit into it. And 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 we became allies of the devil. Remember Genesis 3:15, I will make enmity between you and the woman. Yeah. yeah they're friends. They're you friend's know what is an enemy. Time. Mm-hmm. We'll oh. be right back after this.
1: <laughs> God Whisperers, I'm Craig D'Onofrio. And I'm Bill Swirla. And we're talking about the 7th petition of the Lord's Prayer. I almost said the 7th commandment again. I, I really hung up on the 10 commandments. I, there. I guess so, especially You're, the 7th today. I guess maybe I'm stealing something. Ah, okay, I'm that could sure. happen. These uh, are these are tough times, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> economy's a little
0: rough. Yeah, got to make the condo payment. So, uh, yeah, yeah. He's he's resorted to stealing now.
1: Buy Ford Motor Company. I think you can get it for about thirty cents a share, <laughs> yeah. and uh, it's, it's, it's going to be bargain basement. it probably go down to zero real soon. So, Ooh, man. Uh, <laughs> okay, deliver us. Excuse me, but deliver us from evil or the evil one. What does this mean again? It means that we pray in this petition
0: by way of summary that our father in heaven would rescue us from every evil of body and soul possessions and reputation and finally when our last hour comes give us a blessed end and graciously take us from this valley of sorrow to himself in heaven
1: by way of summary summarizing the whole lord's prayer
0: i think so and that's and that's what luther says i believe in the in the large catechism that this is this is really you know the evil one the devil would not have god's name hallowed his kingdom come his will done interfere with our daily bread mess up our forgiveness lead us into temptation so everything that we prayed about is is always being being battled against by the devil so this is kind of the last big shake your fist at the devil
1: petition. So, that this, this is the, the capper on the whole thing. That's so. Yeah. Why don't we just pray this petition and be done with it? <laughs> well, you could. I'm kind of an alchemist, you know. I want to just could. get it down in the You could nub.
0: just pray, Lord have mercy, and you'd, you'd, you'd that's a good summarize one, too. all of that. That's too. one of but my favorites. Yeah, I mean, that's not the way of pr- prayer. Prayer. Speaking of prayer, have you, have you got, gotten your copy of the Treasury of Daily Prayer oh, yet?
1: No, I haven't, actually. It looks good, but McCain keeps publicizing it so much on the endless thread that. Out of my rebellion, Ah. I'm resisting right now. Okay, so, well, this is great. This
0: is kind of extortion. (laughs) If McCain would stop posting pictures of that thing
1: (laughs) on the Wittenberg Trail thread, then you would buy one. Uh, yes, I will go as far as to say that. But by the same token, I kind of have fun with him posting it and then telling him how shameless he is. It is. So I kind of don't want him to not stop that, Not that paper. we wouldn't.
0: Uh, I'm very conflicted. Not that we wouldn't tell people to be sure to stop in at www.godwhispers.com and visit the Schwag Store. Be sure and visit the <laughs> Schwag Store. We would really like somebody to purchase something so you and I aren't the only customers of the <laughs> Schwag Store. You know, the, only, the only merchandise we've managed to sell is either there's stuff that we've I just
1: in fact I had a cup of coffee, nice Pete's French roast this morning out of my God Whisperers mug. You know, I I have the beer stein but I don't drink beer so I'm going to have to drink diet coke out of it or something. Well, next time I'm over, I'm going to I'm going to crack I'll, a cold I'll one. I'll serve you a beer in the God Whisperers That stein. would be an
0: honor. Uh, that that gold ring has me fascinated. It is nice. It's it's a it's, nice it's little, very very nice looking. I hope it's
1: not leaded. Uh <laughs> Are those he, made in China. <laughs> look, at, really at your know. age, you can afford to lose a couple IQ points. Oh yeah, you
0: know, okay. no, they're 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 dwindling <laughs> rapidly. Even as the <laughs> sentence sort
1: of deteriorates.
0: <laughs> no, you, you should say the opposite. I have to conserve every brain cell that I have left. Nah, you you'll be fine. Yeah, I, I need knock like, you down to I, mere mortal man. I need like an me.
1: injection at this point. But <laughs> where were we? I don't know. I'm lost. <laughs> uh, we, we were talking about by way of summary and then uh, the, evil, the one evil one and, and, and yeah. all the
0: things that the devil would not have us have or pray. And you were trying to minimize prayer. Oh,
1: that's right. I was I was going going minimalist on us here.
0: Yeah, that's just not the way of prayer, though.
1: Well, Luther says that few words makes for a good prayer. Few words rich in meaning. He says uh, our uh, Christian. Deliver Many- us from evil is pretty rich <laughs> in meaning to me. Yeah, it, it does it
0: does sort of summarize everything. I wanna you know, I wanna talk about this this business of give us a blessed end yeah you know we live in what i I would term is is a death denying or even death defying culture yeah of you know for all this talk about these these ballot measures for assisted suicide and all of this kind of stuff, I think this is all um it, it this is not really an embrace of death as so much as is a defile and a denial of it
1: well yeah I look at the way that things work now a hundred years ago grandpa died grandma would move in with you and the and the rest of the family and you take care of her and then that's how it was in, in the house i grew up in yeah and then she dies in the living room one day watching oprah <laughs> or something you come home from school and there's grandma dead you'd talk laid to her out on the couch she's napping but <laughs> but now what happens grandma hits 60 years old uh, she goes off to the retirement community. Because Don't can, say 60. You, that's getting too well, close for my because you can country. buy a house for cheap in that 55 <laughs> and over community, which, by the way, I was looking at recently. Yeah. Uh, I've got 12 years to go. Actually, I've got uh, 11 years to go. I was thinking about buying one, renting it out until I was of age, because they're nice and cheap. <laughs> and it's a lot nicer no than the kids. condo that we have. <laughs> and so, uh, anyway... Now Granny goes to the Leisure World facility. That's right, and she has assisted Sun City assisted care. And then when she gets really sick, she has to live in the retirement home. Uh, and then the convalescent center and then, uh, grandma's dead and you haven't seen her for the last four and a half years. Yeah, at least. Yeah. And, uh, everybody goes to the funeral and remembers what great pasta she made and, and that's it. The worst, I think the worst form of death I know is to die under the
0: care of physicians in a hospital. Hmm. You know, they, 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 up until your blessed end, they are poking you, prodding you, testing you. I remember I was caring for a member of my congregation, elderly woman who's died, and she didn't, you know, she she died of what we call—I love this phrase—they died of natural causes, you know. There's no such thing <laughs> as a natural cause of death. She died of sin, okay, but but uh, but she was she was an old lady, her organs are failing, you know. She was just like walking entropy, and and uh, but she's there in her hospital bed, and once in the hour, every hour, the nurse comes in to poke her finger to do a glucose test to see how her blood sugar is and and i'm sitting there with the elder of the church and, this is and, like
1: 200 years ago she died of bleeding yeah, well yeah the leeches <laughs> and
0: and and i'm sitting there with one of our elders and i've got the hymn book and we're singing hymns and we're we're praying and and all of this and i i look and i ask her i said why are you doing this and the nurse looks at me and she says because we have to <laughs> And I suggested, I said, "She's dying. Why didn't she just leave her alone?" And, and <laughs> <laughs> just, just absurd. But I mean, that that to me would be the worst possible worst
1: possible death is to die at the hands of the physicians. You know, that brings up the whole question of bioethics and everything. My my dad died in the hospital. Uh, he was there for a whole night, uh, but uh, he was there for one night. Well, this time around, you know he No I forgot what he died of. Don't say don't say natural (laughs) cause. Natural natural cancer. Oh yeah. Um uh, colon cancer, which brings me oh. to my new to my new charity. Oh no, no, <laughs> no, no, no! You're not going there. <laughs> I want to, because my dad died of colon cancer. My wife's dad had colon that. Is cancer.
0: serious business. I've, yeah. I've got a friend who's uh, dealing with
1: that right now. I, that, I, that is, I'm playing with the idea so of starting a be charity. Be serious about this. Uh, this is this is half serious. Oh, uh, okay. But the the deal is this: more people die from colon cancer than breast cancer. But colon cancer doesn't get all the and so, it's, I'm, I'm it's not a it's not a glamorous this. form of cancer. I'm actually thinking about doing this. You think that I'm joking, but I, I'm I'm serious about making ribbons for colon cancer. And of course, the fun part <laughs> I, is they'd be brown. Yeah, okay, but there that's, it is. That's, that's the fun part. But no, I mean, colon cancer is terribly overlooked because, like you said, it's not glamorous. Is it?
0: No, it's uncomfortable. I mean, the, yeah. the whole notion. I mean, who who wants to deal with things like colonoscopies? And, no, it's, and, and it's all a that terrible
1: other... thing. I've had mine, and it's it's not that fun.
0: Yeah, I'm pushing mine off. Maybe I'm yeah, I'm, not, yeah, I'm no. two years
1: past due for my next one. But <laughs> <laughs> so you know, maybe I should live up to my own charity. And, <laughs> and,
0: I have a really bad line and I'm not going to use it on the God. I, if there's a line that follows from this. I'm not going to go there. But so, you know, cancer is cancer is just a nasty. end. I, I don't know how many parishioners you've had die of cancer. Several. And well, you mentioned your dad, so yeah. that's even closer, but, but I'll tell you that, that, that can just be a nasty, nasty. end. Uh, Kenneth Corby, I think one time said that cancer is a great um, sort of parable analogy of sin itself is that it's, it's consumptive. It's, it's, it's our own cells turned against us. Mm. You know, that it's, it's our cells behaving as, as, a foreign, as, as a foreign body and co-opting everything, you know, our energy, everything. It just, just wipes us out. And, and it's, it's like sin. It's this invading thing that co-opts our, our own humanity and consumes us to death.
1: Chemotherapy is a little bit like baptism in that sense, that it takes you to the door of death and uh, and then you come back. <laughs> it, it does. Right? Yeah, well, whereas, whereas baptism takes you through the door of death. Yeah, it does. This takes you to the That's door right.
0: of death. Or the Lord's Supper. You know, the ancient church fathers called it the medicine of immortality. Hmm. And as, as Paul reminded the Corinthians, you know, that bread and cup can kill. Yeah, oh, yeah. And and so you're dealing with a potent medicine. I, I, I told a, a catechism class uh, recently on, on the Lord's Supper, I said, can you imagine if we had a vial of some elixir that could cure AIDS... And cancer, including colon cancer and breast cancer and all the others, and uh, heart disease, hardening of the arteries, everything, you know, and it's right here in this vial. Uh, The the people would be lined up out the door Mm
1: -hmm. and around
0: the block. They'd be be just trampling each other to get to it. And I said, we have it, you know, in the body and blood of Christ that's been through death. And has been brought to life, and and we actually, you know, partake of his own death and life, and that's our medicine of immortality. If people actually believed that, we couldn't keep the doors. I mean, the, <laughs> you, you and I'd be conducting services all day, every day. You know, people would be clamoring. You know, get me in on that. You know,
1: <laughs> I, you know, I, I think of the movie Indiana Jones: The Last Crusade, where Sean Connery goes into this this cave where the Holy grail is the the cup that Jesus used. And if you drink of the wrong cup, you die. But if you drink of the true cup, you have immortality. And it kind of in a very roundabout way, they kind of stumbled upon to something there that if you drink of the Lord's cup in true faith, you have true life. But if you drink of it, rejecting it, you have true death. And, uh, it's, it's kind of interesting. This is why Lutherans are so finicky about who comes to the Lord's table so often is uh, uh, understandings and sometimes misunderstandings and weird understandings of what it is that we're receiving and who receives it and what's being received and that sort of thing. But we can save a lot of this for our Lord's Supper. Yeah, we're going to we're going to
0: get to that. I, I think that uh, what you believe about the sacrament governs a lot about what you do with it yeah you know if you believe very little of it then you tend to treat it kind of lightly and and that if you uh take jesus words at uh at heart and what he's saying and what the scriptures say about the, the flesh and the blood of christ then uh you know that does govern how you handle it and
1: to whom you give it right and your view of jesus affects it a lot too Mm-hmm. And your Christology often runs how you understand your sacraments, but we'll we'll get into that on it, another episode. It also
0: affects your blessed end, you know. And, and <laughs> that that's too. that's really hey I, way to bring it back around. That I had cool. a, I, I had a member who once said, you know, on, for on your basic Sunday, um, what you see and what you do is probably not all that relevant to the Monday and the Tuesday that follow. But it's when the doctor says, uh, "We found a spot." Hmm. Or, you know, they do the colonoscopy to use your new pet cause. And they found that there's something not right. Uh, He said, all of a sudden, everything that you've heard and received in church suddenly takes on huge
1: importance.
0: Yeah. You know, and, and in a sense, we are always preparing and
1: practicing for our death. I've seen that people tend to go one of two ways. They either run to Christ or away from Christ hmm. in these situations. Do you think that that's uh, pretty fair? I don't know. I've never thought about it in those terms.
0: What do you mean? What do you mean, to or away? I mean, kind of, kind of describe that.
1: It's either they become more aware of their Savior and more uh, uh, enamored with their Savior, or they become completely angry and bitter at God altogether. And sometimes it's it's cyclical. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's it's going through the whole series of of grief. Also, I don't know. But. Yeah,
0: I mean the 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 dying experience, uh, you know, and, and it's it's depression and denial and, and anger and yeah. and, and uh, bargaining and and uh, acceptance. I mean, I think that's really valid. I think a lot of people who are angry at God are just, you know, that's part of the thing is they're angry at God. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I've encountered people who you know they they hated religion when they were healthy, and they they hated even more when they're dying. <laughs> you know? But it's I've like, also seen the opposite:
1: <laughs> people who are faithful churchgoers and they really talk the talk, and then when their world collides and and crumbles around them, all of a sudden. Uh, they go the complete opposite direction. It's kind of crazy.
0: That's interesting. I, I, I think it depends a, to a large measure of what people are accustomed to hearing. You know, if if your idea of Christianity is that this is a way around, a way around suffering, a way around death, mm-hmm. a way of cheating, you know, kind of we have a, an inside, we, we have inside line with the owner of the casino. So when we roll the dice, they always come up winners. You know, and and I suspect that that's what that's a lot with the old the Osteen crowd and those that that crowd they're accustomed to thinking of themselves because I'm a Christian it's going to come up winner for me all the time, and I'm wondering what do you do when the doctor says there's a funny spot, and it doesn't look good.
1: I I think maybe a lot of this is my fundagelical background and what what I've seen over my lifetime with exactly what you're talking about is Jesus supposed to make me happy. He's supposed to make me wealthy, he's supposed to make me beautiful. He's not supposed to let me have cancer. Right. And so what kind of Jesus is this anyway? And and uh, pooey on that. I'm going to go find a new god.
0: One that's going to fix this. Right. You know, and that that's what's beautiful about Luther's very simple but direct summary here is that that this is not a way around the valley of sorrow or this veil of tears, but this is the only way through. Yeah. And 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 by virtue of our baptism, by virtue of the body and the blood, which is all another way of saying by virtue of Jesus' death and resurrection, we, there is a way through that leads to life. And and even if everything comes up loser in your life, and, and there is no cure, <laughs> and and that whiz-bang uh, drug that they advertise on TV doesn't work for you.
1: Yeah, it's 99% effective, and yeah, you're the one. You're the
0: one, that's right. In <laughs> fact, it got worse, it made it worse. But but nonetheless, you know, thanks and praise to God in Christ who's given us the victory, And uh, and we're going to we're going to rise. okay, you know, I always tell people that when I pray for the sick or whether they're dying or not, I always tell them this prayer for health and healing is always answered. Yes, by God. Right. Uh, I just don't know. And you don't know when
1: it may not be in this
0: life. No, it it may. You may get a sneak preview now, but you will die of something later. It's like a bandaid. It washes off in the shower Um, or it may come later after a due course of treatment or it may not come till the last day. Hmm. But it is yours. All those people that Jesus healed still died. We presume so. There's no, there's no indication. Even Lazarus, there's no indication that that like. Can you imagine Lazarus? He died once, then he got revived, and he's got to die again. I mean, if I'm Lazarus, I'm really ticked off.
1: <laughs> what what do, do do certain traditions uh, uh, claim that Lazarus was assumed into heaven? Or anything I I know like that? nothing. You
0: know? I know nothing. The only thing I know is that 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 some the Orthodox and some uh, uh, the Orthodox teach. I think the bodily. The bodily assumption of Mary. I, I don't know if they have anything to say about Lazarus.
1: The Orthodox teach mm-hmm. that. I would have assumed the Roman Catholics did. I had no idea the Orthodox did.
0: I may be wrong, so let's. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do know that 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 the the bodily assumption of yeah that may be Roman. That may be one of those late 18th century Roman yeah the Marianist people Marian dogmas. But I don't know. But no, I'm, I you know I've not heard a peep about Lazarus, and you don't hear a peep from Lazarus. No. You know, you think he'd be on the, all the talk shows. <laughs> Having been
1: risen from the dead,
0: man, Oprah would snap him up like anything.
1: Yeah, it's but not interesting you don't, that the apostles didn't make a big deal out of him either or anything The like guy, that. The guy disappears at the beginning of
0: Holy Week. He's just And they're trying to kill him, too, because he's kind of inconvenient because yeah, yeah, he's I'm risen thinking, from the dead.
1: I'm thinking the Pharisees had him often he's <laughs> sleeping with the fishes. But, you know, to pray
0: deliver us from evil really is to pray that we would die in the faith, in the confidence that we rise from the dead, you know, bodily, thanks to Jesus on the last day. And it's covered. You know, you died in your baptism, so the rest is kind of formality. It's paperwork.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but sometimes the uh, the paperwork takes a long time. And yeah, kind of yeah, and it can be a pain. That too, yeah, as, hoping, as all as all bureaucracies are. It, yeah, it, that it, waiting room kind of sucks sometimes. <laughs> I was at my eye doctor's yesterday. It was eighty eight degrees in the waiting room. Oh, the air conditioner was broken. It's oh, this atrium type environment where the you know sun's just being magnified. So. Sometimes that's the way our waiting room seems to feel here on earth.
0: That's, that's I think that's where you got the image of purgatory from, right? It's yeah. just this oppressive infernal heat as yeah. you're in the waiting room. Um, so. You know, the, the, the whole thing concludes with amen. In the, in the, the Greek text, the, 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 the next word, I don't think there, is, there isn't even an amen. Excuse me. I, the, the, let me check that. No, no, no amen. Um, the Byzantine text adds, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. So it makes it liturgical.
1: Now a lot of people ask about that. The Roman Catholics don't do that full termination and we do
0: uh they do Eucharistically. Listen, Explain that. Listen carefully. If you if you if you go through the canon of the Mass, um the Our Father, as we have it is prayed as part of a set of prayers. And then at the very end, the people's response to all the prayers of, of the, the, the liturgy of the Lord's Supper is, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. So all they've done is they've taken the, the doxology and termination and they've stuck it at the end of, of a whole bunch of prayers. Uh, so in essence, you might say that, that we are praying it Eucharistically all the time. We just kind of plucked it, plucked it out of its, its Eucharistic context. And so we always pray it that way. And I've noticed that, that Roman Catholics today add that, the, that Byzantine ending uh, as much as anybody else. So it's, it's not really distinctive any longer.
1: I, I have a good friend who's an old Latin Mass type Roman Catholic guy. And he, he accused me one day. He said, well, you guys are adding to the Word of God by having that. How, how would you respond to that? um adding to the word of god nobody is claiming that
0: that they're that they're actually reading this from the word of god uh, the the uh first of all the, the the termination is also from the word of god it comes from the revelation and, uh, secondly, yeah, but that's
1: not the way that Jesus it, gave it to us, is it, what he says. It, it,
0: who know? says this? A, a, a Roman Catholic? Yeah. yeah. That should be the least of his concerns. It's a liturgical text. As far as he's concerned, that's as good as the Word of he God. He was
1: just playing Jesuit with me one day.
0: Oh, well, yeah, but That's not even sincere, because, because <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's the tradition. Uh, you know, but no, the, the phrases from the Revelation, it is in the Byzantine text, which is the basis of the King James, and so you'll right. see it in the King James Version. Some people would insist that's the only, valid uh you know that's the winner of the greek text that's that's the one that didn't you, you didn't find in the trash heap somewhere in little pieces
1: <laughs> so. well that, that's the textus receptus right mm-hmm. right so that you know if it's the received text there it well, is that <laughs> yeah, must be it it's true because it says it is nonetheless
0: i, I mean i think it's strong <laughs> evidence that this prayer was prayed as a liturgical prayer almost from the get-go right and and uh and so, no, th- this is not something that distinguishes Protestants and Catholics. But Luther has no- nothing to say about it. He, uh, The only thing he comments on is amen. As, and so okay. he, he says, this means I should be certain that these petitions are pleasing to our Father in Heaven and are heard by Him, for He Himself has commanded us to pray it this way and has promised to hear us. Amen, amen means yes, yes, it shall be so. So he's just focusing in on, on that great word, amen. That's it.
1: You You were pointing out, some other time that amen is the one word that is not translated it it seems to go through all languages as (laughs) amen it
0: does um it's hebrew amen, and and i think as many languages as as you you hear prayer that word is simply used untranslated it yeah um the the greeks i think tried to use you know aletheos or alethenos or however you would say it but truth but that's not really what it means. It it means that that what has been said is well founded and certain. It's on solid rock, hmm. and and so um, hey, let me ask you a question. You yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. lead prayer, corporate prayer. Do you say amen?
1: Um, I, at times I do, but I shouldn't. I think I caught you at
0: one. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't get to. I don't don't get to to uh, attend uh, liturgy where where you you conducted but I, I i I do recall a wedding and 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 I was listening whether you would say the amen you're very dour at that wedding
1: you you're, you're I'm dour a, at all weddings you're
0: grumpy weddings and funerals are pretty much uh pretty much uh, I
1: figured your bathroom restoration must have been going bad I had day. I had a,
0: <laughs> no it's going great <laughs> I had a great toast for the bride and groom though oh, or, nice. or or pre- preliminary for the the prayer
1: Yeah I couldn't make it because it was my wife's birthday I
0: told them at the end I said uh, after a bunch of other things it was actually after the prayer I said and and if tomorrow you awaken to a sober realization of your own mortality. We have services at 9, 9 a.m. at Holy Trinity at Ossianite. Oh, that's dirty, Shameless man. congregational dirty. promotion.
1: That's almost as bad as telling you to remember to visit the God Whisperers swag store for all your God Whisperers needs. www.godwhisperers.com in, Including your Christmas ornaments <laughs> this year.
0: <laughs> but no, it, it, whether in, in Greek, Latin, English it is it it's one of those words that defies translation and 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 just kind of encapsulates everything from certainty it's the certainty of faith it's faith's word faith says amen okay so so that's right we receive we receive gifts from god our response is amen
1: yeah i think a lot of people pray and and they say amen and they don't know what that means and so it's just a termination. that's uh like saying the end? The end, yes, <laughs> yeah. right. Or thank you in advance for your
0: cooperation. <laughs> I, 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 but Luther's, Luther nails it, yes, yes, it shall be so.
1: So shall it be.
0: Yes, even though to my eyes it may not appear that so shall it be, nonetheless faith says amen, it will be. There you go. You know, for God has promised it. And uh, you think of all the times that amen is uttered in the liturgy. Uh, when, when you hear the forgiveness of sins and the absolution, you say Amen. Uh, when you uh, receive a blessing, you say amen. I do that when people, I sneeze.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And and they, you know people say, God bless you. And I say, amen. <laughs> and they look at you with the screwiest look on their face. I, I, I was at a pastor's conference, and, and I let out this thunderous sneeze down the hallway of the hotel we were at. And some pastor's wife, she goes, oh, God bless you. And I go, amen. <laughs> and she hey, just looked at me like I was some, some
1: whack job. Okay, I'm going to show how non-German I am right now because when you sneeze a lot of people say gesundheit what is that health health gesundheit
0: height is a height and kite in german are, are kind of you can turn anything into an abstraction
1: <laughs> okay see
0: and so gesundheit is the state of being healthy so what is a gemutlichkeit gemütlichkeit, gemütlichkeit is, is like joy or fun or celebration Okay. Kind, of, kind of thing. So, well, I know, but,
1: it's, I know it's drinking so, hour. It's so, happy I mean, hour as well. Well, there you It's happy hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: Miller time, you know? I mean,
1: you, you go to the pastor's conference. You see on the schedule. Uh, means beer. Yeah. Sectional A, sectional B, lunch, sectional C, sectional D, gemütlikite. Gemütlik- so I know which one to show up to. It's beer. the last one. Yeah, it's, it's
0: shorthand for beer it's or usually, longhand for beer.
1: Usually it's cheese also. Cheese, wine, and beer. Yeah,
0: whatever will clog your arteries first, you know, the... the um, but no, Gesundheit is, is just kind of a short way of yeah, and lots of lots of cultures I think have that wishing you health. Hmm. Uh you know, if you because obviously if you're sneezing you're not healthy.
1: I was told before that people say God bless you when you sneeze because it was believed in the Middle Ages that uh your soul was exposed and and <laughs> demons could get it's to you. Kinda, it's as, creeping out of your nose. I've got to get it back in there. Apparently that's what comes out I've of your nose as part that. of your soul. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. There's but. a great
0: pass. I'm going to just immediately change subject from that inane thought to to uh, Second <laughs> Corinthians one twenty because I don't want to miss this when you tell me we're out of time uh, because this is one of the few passages in the Bible that I think explains the content of Amen. For, Paul says, For all the promises of God find their yes in him, that is in Christ. And that is why we utter the amen through him to the glory of God. So you might say that Christ is God's amen to us, and we through him utter our amen to God. And, and that's, that's, that's the nature of things. It's because of Christ's death and resurrection, his all-atoning sacrifice, his reconciling the world, that God has in essence said amen to the world. And so now we believing that, Return our amen in terms of prayer, praise, thanksgiving, receiving the gifts of God.
1: And the pastor is praying on behalf of the people, and they're simply saying, "Oh yeah, getting we ba- agree." Yeah, getting back to your bad liturgics. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. ex- exactly. That that they're trying to model for my people what you say. Ah, good. Uh, uh, know, that that
0: that you you pray on behalf of of all of them, and they by saying amen have made it their prayer too. They're saying yes that that we're in on that. I agree. I agree. Yeah. You know, that's And that's kind of like, I, have you ever preached like in a black church or something like that? Oh, yeah, they're just screaming amen all the time. It's great. It's, now, I don't want to see suburbanites do that, but I love that because that's what it means. Yes, yes, that's it. That's that's the way it is. <laughs>
1: you know what? We're out of time. Jesus is a friend of mine. What? <laughs> my favorite song. <laughs> amen. Oh, that's what you want. <laughs> Jesus is a friend of mine. <laughs> Jesus is my friend of mine. Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend in Jesus. Jesus is a
0: friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. He taught me how to live my life as it should be. He taught me how to turn my cheek when people laugh at me. I've had friends before, and I can tell you that. He's one who will never leave you flat. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend